0: Hey guys, welcome back to EngageCast, a podcast about all things marketing. Today we have Gaurav Bhavnani on board. He's currently working on his own startup called Superhumans, a SaaS product for people-first organizations to leverage the true potential of their workforce. Gaurav has also led growth and marketing at some of the leading Indian startups in the past like Licious, ClearTax and Housejoy. So let's hear from Gaurav what he has to say about the current situation in the country. Over to Gaurav.
1: Hi Gaurav, welcome on the show. It's a pleasure to host you here.
2: Likewise, very happy to be here.
1: Thank you so much Gaurav. What are you doing right now? What uh, are the things that you're working currently?
2: So right now, majority of my time is going in building my own startup. So I'm right now working again. I've gone back to the 0 to 1 journey. Uh, Basically, building at this point, I'm building the uh, marketing strategy for our business. Wow. How do we do an outreach program to get the first 100 customers for ourselves?
1: Nice. So, uh, Gaurav, uh, since the COVID 19 has hit us like in the past two two months, uh, it has been difficult for the businesses to keep up with their ongoing plans for 2020. So I just want to know from you, how is it going for you and how are you dealing with the pandemic and the challenges which, has, which it has imposed on ourselves?
2: There are two parts to it, right? So one is, again, so from a perspective of an early stage company, for us, it was two One was that certain conversations, which I believe is with most uh, businesses, right? So certain clients or customers of yours would either drop off or if it's a B2B business, then things would get pushed. So that is something that uh, is, is a standard thing that has happened for all. So there, uh, what we did was we just tried to keep the conversations on uh, with all the people that we wanted to go live with and thankfully there there hasn't been any drop off as such there. And second was a larger challenge for us was because we are a very small team and uh, just to get things going as a team and just because everyone was new and had to move remote very fast, Uh, Mm -hmm. that's something that we've been grappling with.
1: Right. So uh, like even for the traditional companies, uh, for us also, the work from home thing was a new concept. So we never used to entertain the work from home in our work culture. So it's new and it took us some time to get used to it. And I'm sure that it must be the case for you guys also. So how did you deal with it and how are you still? For
2: us, actually it wasn't that difficult because uh, again, as I said, right idea of building grounds up. So Mm -hmm.
1: when
2: it was just the three co-founders, we were used to working from home. So after Licious, I had worked from home for about three months or so. So I was was pretty used to it, but then when we hired a couple of folks, then it became very important to kind of keep their morale up, uh, to keep people engaged and there I think uh, the new tools that are available have helped us a lot. So all the collaboration tools in terms of communicating with the teams and doing some bit of project planning, that has mm-hmm. helped us a lot.
1: So, so it probably. might have also affected uh, the way you were approaching your customers, the new leads, right?
2: So what we've, uh, I think, yeah, so there has been a change there. I think it, it would probably be there for everyone where earlier we were planning to go a lot broader, so. We were planning to look at uh, a larger category. I mean, the way you sell that has changed for us. Our focus is very uh, sharp now, where we know. So, there's a concept, right? Your product could either be a painkiller for somewhere or a, or a vitamin. So, right mm-hmm. now we are going after customers for whom it's a painkiller, because uh, of course uh, downsizing or cost cutting is, is 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 has become a norm these days because of the times that we live in. So. For whoever, uh, for whichever customer it's a vitamin that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, in in that sense, our sales and marketing both uh, are much more fine tuned than it was like a couple of months back.
1: No, right. I I think a lot of companies have also realized that they were spending a lot on uh, unutilized resources yeah and now they are cost cutting and they are realizing that okay this is the amount which i have and i have to go for a long period of time so i might as as well use that resources uh, instinctively and intelligently so yeah i think
2: that optimization is, is 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 key across across yeah. the board everywhere
1: right so ads is the one part in marketing which i feel uh, the where the cost has been reduced drastically uh, what are the other channels you feel uh, where the cost has been dropped uh, drastically since the COVID-19 impact has hit us.
2: From a marketing standpoint? Yes. So I think uh, a general shift of focus from acquisition to focusing on the customers that you're already serving is a major change. And again, there, depending on where uh, companies fall into, right? So there are three types of companies, right? One, the companies which have seen a major bump in consumption. Because of the scenario that we are in. Second is, uh, let's say, fringe companies where you, some of them would see uh, a latent or a suppressed demand, and they are preparing for a peak after this thing goes. A larger chunk, or the third set, is where uh, uh, there has been a huge disruption because they were not prepared for it, and their business typically does not address uh, a very important problem in these times. Right. so that strategy i think uh, will be very different for each 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 of those companies for us thankfully we are somewhere in the middle where as i said right so for some customers it is a painkiller, killer yeah. uh, what we are trying to solve for so uh, it's 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 not a case or question of survival for us at least for a lot of companies it would be a question for survival now
1: Gaurav, since you have worked with licious in the past and uh, it has also created a lot of impact on the delivery businesses in terms of health, in terms of volume they used to see. So, what do you think the major impact has it created on the marketing side of the food and beverage industry?
2: So, overall, food and beverage again, it falls across the spectrum, right? Licious, thankfully, is a, a staple product, mm-hmm. right? So, it's, it's, it's an essential product. Right. It does not uh, depend on what times we live in, so mm-hmm. a business like that would see a surge in demand in these scenarios. So their marketing spends would have gone down a bit, but uh, for all the right reasons. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, what I mean to say is that their organic demand would have shot up. And right. for a business like delicious, a major challenge is not on the marketing side in these uh, uh, in in a scenario like today. Uh, a major challenge would be maintaining supply chain. Because of the lockdown that has been imposed and all of that, uh, procurement becomes a challenge. And I think that that would be the case with any category that comes under essentials these days.
1: Right. True.
2: Um, so don't
1: you think it has like uh, it has also impacted the consumer behavior at a massive scale? When uh, uh, on a normal, I used to order at least uh, two to three times in a week from lishes. And now I'm being very cautious. What if the delivery guy has an infection? It, and he passes on to me situations like what are some kinds of consumer behavior changes that you must have observed in the so,
2: uh, there are two sides to it right so one uh, a lot of customers who were very active earlier
1: mm-hmm.
2: now would have become very cautious and those are also, bucket, bucket, also bucketed into two so one is that there is a set of folks who stop eating meat uh, okay. because anything anything goes wrong uh, which might or might not have an impact on food, the first thing they do is they go vegetarian. Uh, So that is one set. The second set is uh, folks who would have reduced the amount of, a number of times that they buy. And that's also pseudo-vegetarian zone. But there is a larger third set, which Lishes again is a startup, right? So at any given point in time for a startup, you don't have a lot of market penetration. You would have like single digit market penetration, right? If you look at meat as a space, the good thing in these scenarios is the other positive side of consumer behavior changes that a lot of people who were not ordering online have gone online now
0: because mm-hmm.
2: for a long time, so we've been in lockdown for about, about 40 days now. Uh, right. For the first 15, 20 days, there was nothing that was open. So I stay in Bangalore and I stay in a relatively spaced out place, right? So I stay in HSR.
0: Right. Both
2: stores, including grocery, which were essential and all of that were open for the first time. So where, where would all that latent demand go, right? So that's why you see businesses like English or Big Basket or Amazon, uh, some of them are still not being, uh, after, after 40 days of being in lockdown, they are still not able to cater to the demand that they have.
1: Right, true, true. Because uh, whenever uh, there are time slots in big baskets and Amazon also, so these are the time slots when you can order and uh, you cannot order throughout the day, which creates a lot of uh, pressure on us because we have to go out and procure the general items.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so likewise, right? So, even for me, uh, I am, so I, as a person, I have, as a consumer, I my behavior is changed differently. Right. Because I, I, I am a no fridge guy where I, Uh, have dropped off of Amazon and Big Basket just because I stopped getting slots and by that time grocery stores opened. So I am relatively okay taking my precautions and going out and buying stuff,
0: than ordering
2: online. So I I fall on a very minuscule uh, set of audience but this is a larger audience who is moving online now. So that's the reason a lot of these platforms uh, have seen a bigger surge than expected.
1: Right. So one of the businesses which I think has also leveraged some of the features is I think Swiggy. They have recently started the Kirana drop-offs. Yeah. In Mumbai, I I think it was already in Bangalore. Is it?
2: Yes. So Swiggy had. Uh, so they've now basically gone into three services. Right. So delivery. Right. Food delivery was one. Now they have. Uh, a intra-city courier kind of a service which is pick up and drop and then there is a grocery. So right. It's kind of absorbed what what dunzo does.
1: Right. So, yeah, they have started a few weeks ago in our area and it's doing really well. So we don't have to go anywhere and uh, people can just go to Swiggy's app and order whatever stuff they want from the Kirana stores.
2: Yeah, yeah. So a lot yeah. of startups in a way have leveraged it very well, right? So I don't know if you know, but Bangalore. The Municipal Corporation set up a a channel where now they have set up a WhatsApp bot which takes Mm -hmm. orders and they've tied up with like 10 or 11 startups which do deliveries for them. So a lot of startups which were not into the grocery space or essential space have pivoted like this just to, uh, my sense is to gain some top of the funnel consumers who probably would convert somewhere down the line. Right. Quite a few startups have done that.
1: Right, right. Uh, Even uh, the interesting case is of CultFit whose uh, entire product is based on the real estate and they quickly transitioned into uh, live classes and now they are giving out consultations and stuff which is very uh, impressive.
2: Yeah, again I think they are also the same strategies at play. Some of their businesses which weren't uh, uh, doing as well. Earlier, now they've gotten a huge opportunity to double down on those businesses and to build top of the funnel for uh, the in center training programs, which right. would eventually open up, right? So uh, they wouldn't have been able to reach out to so many folks uh, with business as usual going on. But now they have an opportunity to probably reach out to not just India, but audiences abroad as well.
1: Right. So one thing is to introduce a feature. The another thing is to communicate it to the customer, right? So and in these times, when the situation is really hard health-wise, people get really annoyed when they this company has not contacted me in a while and then now they are putting me up with the informations. It gets annoying for people sometimes or sometimes they reciprocate positively to them this. So what are some methods where you think that uh, these are some methods the marketer should adopt while communicating with the end consumers uh, in these times?
2: So I think uh, these are unprecedented times, right? So right. this is not uh, one is that you should not go out. So it should not be that you have a hammer and you're looking for a nail where it does not mean that if you're a marketer, you have to be insensitive and you can look for an opportunity to sell in these times. Uh, the idea should be to see how does it fit organically so the example that i gave earlier if you're a non-essential good right so let's say uh, you're a tv brand or if you're an appliance brand or whatever right there is no way i'm buying an appliance today right all you could do as a brand is tell me that hey i'm there and just try and keep some recall, right Mm -hmm. it's anyways very difficult for those brands so, there, the idea should be just to have some bit of recall, and you can't be badgering users. same is right. true with e-commerce right If you don't have grocery today, if you're not serving essentials, a lot of them that's the reason they've moved to it uh, you you can't be talking to the consumer every day right so right. the idea is to find that balance where if you are an essential good uh and if you are servicing consumers, then it's very important to. Probably keep your daily calendars the way it were, or just tweak the communication to current times and mm-hmm. ensure. So everyone is in a state of panic, right? Uh, mentioned or said or unsaid, right? So the way you're speaking to the consumer has to change one. And uh, depending on how your serviceability levels are, uh, you have to tweak your calendar to kind of. Figure out the balance. So if you're servicing every day, then there's no problem. You can go ahead with what you had already. Just tweak uh, how you're talking to the consumer, uh, contextualize it to today. Uh, And if you, if, however, sadly, or for whatever reasons, if you don't fall into those categories, tone it down. Uh, As a a consumer, no one wants to read uh, about anything today, uh, which is not necessary. Everyone's anyways bombarded. Uh, uh, with news, with unrelated stuff, with a lot of things which they are not supposed to everyone's screen time has gone up. So that is another interesting fact. right? So while you might uh, as a brand or as a marketer
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
2: see that okay the screen times have gone up, why don't we double double down right? right? But there is screen time has gone up for a different reason. People are trying to find coping mechanisms and if you start badgering them then there's a higher chance of uh, it falling flat on uh, its face than yielding any results. So, uh, for so depending on where your brand is, you can be steady state. Uh, if it's not essential, but it, it 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 it's not the at the other end of the curve, just tone it down. Probably, if you're used to communicating multiple times a day or once every day, probably tone it down to once a week or twice a week, and just hey. label. And if you're a if you're a brand which is which falls under discretionary spends, then it's best to lay low, work on the product, uh, solve for things that you were not able to solve for earlier and uh, wait it out.
1: Right, right. That's true because uh, there are a lot of non-essential delivery apps. I won't take the names. On daily basis, they're sending me emails and push notification that this is what you should do today. You should clean your wardrobe. You should arrange your stuff. Like, I, I'm irritated. Like, okay, this is the end. I don't want to listen to more of your stuff right now.
0: Yeah,
2: so when 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 I think Priyam reached out to me, the first thing I did was I, because this thought came to me, I thought that what would people be doing right now? I check the number of apps that I've uninstalled in the last few days. I've uninstalled thirty apps in the last two weeks.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Because I, I, I just don't one, thankfully the phone, whatever we use, has a Zen mode or whatever. So now that is on. So I, I I'm I try to cut myself off from news as well. But apart from that, there are a lot of apps which I might eventually go back to, but at this point in time I don't need them.
1: Right. Which cool.
2: ways people are trying to adjust to working from home and uh, if you're basically pulling in, putting in more distractions to that, it, it, it's, it's not going to go.
1: Right, right. That's true. And uh, the tone it down uh, thing was really great. And I think marketers should take note of that, that you have to tone down your messages and try not to bother the consumers if you are into non-essential deliveries because it might irritate them and they might drop off instead of returning back to you after these things end. One part is the businesses have realized that they have to lower their acquisition cost in order to keep the money for a longer period of time. The other part is now to keep the consumers, get get the money from the consumers who are already onto your platform where the retention strategies plays a very major role. And it comes also from the engagement part. Okay, uh, the first thing is if I'm out of sight, I'm out of mind from the consumer. So I have to engage the consumer on a daily basis to let them know that, okay, we exist. You have to come back to us when these times end. So, what are some engagement strategies uh, which you might have noticed also in the past few weeks and which you think are really working from, for the brands right now?
2: So, I think uh, going back to the same thing, right? So, where you fall in the spectrum, uh, to give you an example, right? So, a lot of platforms that you see today where transactions are not possible, right? So, right. entire industry is gone. Down. Uh, but a lot of brands, I will not take the names, of course, but a lot of brands have Move to a different strategy. So they're using content very well. And that, to an extent, works well for a brand like Licious as well. So, mm-hmm. for whatever reasons, as a brand, let's say you were working on a pure transaction model where you were focusing on bottom of the funnel largely. Uh, today, that has gone for a toss for uh, a known reason. But you can always work right now. for, Again, this is priority from uh, keeping your mind share that you had. Work on the middle of the funnel and the top of the funnel, right? So mm-hmm. if you have content that's there, double down on content, engage. So if you look at uh, consumers, what are they doing today, right? They're at home. It's awesome if you are a remote work. If you're a company that enables remote work, that's something that's going up. Two, people are one, either panicking or bored to death. And what do you need in those scenarios? You just need content. and that is a very good strategy to go after. Uh, if you can one, engage with people, uh, give them what they need, which would be things like how to do stuff because this is the first time that a lot of people uh, are doing things which they've not done in their entire life because they don't have anything.
0: Right?
2: And, that, that even, uh, and th- that's very extendable. It's not just for product categories. It depends on, it, it could be any business that you're in. So uh, to give you an example, uh, I'll give you a marketing example itself. So mm-hmm. I am setting up. Uh, uh, I was setting up a website for myself, which I've not done in the last seven years. The last website I set up was seven years back, <laughs> and I'd always had help for it.
1: Right? I can relate to that. <laughs> and, yeah,
2: and and I'd forgotten the entire process, and I have. I would have watched like at least hundred hours of content <laughs> to make the best website in the world. Uh, <laughs> Similarly, there are people who are learning to cook for a brand like Licious, or anyone who's in the food category. Uh, if you are into entertainment, then people are creating content today. Why not build a product feature or roll it out? Or if you have some capabilities, uh to make it a crowdsourcing platform, right? The way a lot of other players are doing it. So. Double down on things which are going to organically be consumed rather than sticking to the ways that you were earlier. That is the right. only approach that I would suggest, and it's irrespective of the size of the business or the category that you are in today.
1: Right, and since you mentioned about uh, creating content, which I wouldn't have consumed otherwise, uh, one great example that comes to my mind is again of Cult Fit. So uh, they are now uh, producing uh, episodes of uh, recipes. On the application. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So, and it's really nice that like you can, I, I didn't know until yesterday that I can actually make hummus and pita at home. So yeah, yeah so that's,
2: it's even, even Even for them, right? So if you look at Cult, they have such a huge app. And yeah. these features, recipe videos, it's not that they did not have it earlier. As a consumer human, I never saw it because that's, what, that's not what the app was being used for. Right, and right. they would have had to spend a lot of money to make that product feature visible. Right. But now because the times have changed, they, 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 they would probably be right up there in terms of being agile, right? So they switched their strategy very, very fast. They right. uh, moved out all the content which was unnecessary and they're doubling down on what you would consume today.
1: Right. Uh, so what do you think, what be some methods through which we can increase the user retention, especially for the non-essential delivery part? so i
0: think
2: uh, one is start looking at it differently uh, don't look at transactions don't look at bottom of the funnel uh, try and engage people with uh, relevant content uh, one benefit that you still don't lose with remote is that you can still create content probably cheaper because of the times that we live, live in uh, probably double down on that uh, and then push those things right so Everyone is trying to figure out how to deal with uh, the scenario that we are in. Uh, just, just try and see how your brand fits into that. So
0: okay.
2: uh, recipes is one good example, fitness is another good example, all, all the non-essential categories. So for example, uh, only thing that I can't, uh, let's say consumer durables, if you're a brand that exists in that domain. Still, you could probably go out and do some DIY videos or 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 uh, so to give a very uh, apt example, right? So, the first thing that I got scared of when the lockdown happened was I was, because I, I'm staying alone. So, uh, the thing that I was scared of was if my water purifier breaks down, I I, I don't have anything open around me and uh, there's no one who's going to service it. I, right kid you not, I would have watched an hour and a half, two hour long video How to fix it if it would have broken. There right. is an audience for that as well. So it is irrespective of the category that you're in, uh, DIY would definitely be a very big category today to work with. Uh, see if you can go in that domain and push content like that. Uh, and even if it's not just about content, if content is not uh, part of your brand strategy, probably start looking at how you can build your funnel because this is not uh, a scenario which is not going to cure. Not cure, but things are going to eventually. Yeah, not
1: going to go away easily. It, it
2: might take 15 days, 30 days, 45 days, 50 days, whatever. Uh, right. The idea should be to move your entire focus to, towards uh, top of the funnel. So look at broader audiences, don't engage with just the audience that you had. Uh, look at go back and see. So if we just talk about retention, right, there is going to be a huge cohort which dropped off, mm-hmm. uh, which was not coming to you uh, earlier.
0: Right. But
2: this is a very good opportunity to reach out to them. Right. Also for people who are able to service, because that's an excellent opportunity for them. Uh, and I personally know brands who've gotten uh, successfully revived the youth set because of these times. But uh, even for brands who are not being able to service, it's a good opportunity to go and mend those relationships with the customers that you've
1: Right. Uh, and another ave- avenue which I see is to uh, for the product managers to gain feedback from the customer. This is the best time to actually gain yeah. feedback yeah. and implement those. I don't think the situation is going to go away so easily. Uh, it will take at least a year's time for things to get back to normal. And one of the abnormal things which we have uh, adopted since the past few weeks is to work from home. Any other thing which you might have noticed which uh, has uh, taken a place in our lives uh, normally uh, after this uh, coronavirus situation happened? Anything, any example? So I think things,
2: for specifically my observation is that things have become much more efficient. Right. Where, uh, again, it's it's just about focus, right? Now you know that you don't have a lot of... uh, Things to go after, right? Let's say if you are focused on acquisition or retention or a product feature,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you have so many constraints that you have to. Uh, you have a limited set of things that you have got to work on. Right. And, uh, that has actually improved efficiency in a lot of fronts, not just in terms of the money that you spend, but also the people that you are going after. And the even if you keep marketing out of it, the work that you are getting done, probably I would say after the first week or two weeks, people's efficiency would have improved in terms of how they are approaching it.
1: Right. True, true, true. So uh, what do you think uh, uh, for the foreseeable feature, how and when the situation will get over? When uh, we would be able to get back to normal, according to you?
2: Uh, I think anyone's guess is as good as mine, but <laughs> I would probably answer it in terms of consumption, right? Because again, all of us are product managers or marketers or
0: right. all in
2: those lines. So. Uh, I think it's going to be very difficult if you are a discretionary spent category. Uh, Because I I, I don't think anyone had seen uh, a jerk like this in their lifetimes. Uh, uh, So a lot of categories where a year back someone would have asked me, I was very bullish on those. So for example, investments is a category in India. Uh, was a category that's highly underpenetrated, but I, today I don't know when is it going to bounce back, right? Right. But for all other categories where you are either essentials or let's say somewhere between essentials or discretionary, you are probably low ticket size discretionary spend. I think that should bounce back in a quarter.
1: Should bounce back at least by the end of the year, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about the travel and all, they they will have to see the day of the light. Travel, I think, is gone for
2: a year. Yeah, sure. at
1: least gone for, I think, one and a half years. Until the economy bounces back and the health situation is improved.
2: Yeah, so it's not just about uh, the economy, right? So, a lot of places have actually... Uh, so, it, it's also interesting to see how the countries lift their bans because my guess is that a lot of international borders will still sh- stay shut. Right. Uh, so, that's an interesting variable that none of us know how is it going to pan out. Mm-hmm. So, that is going to have a huge impact on uh, uh, tourism right. as such or travel. On right. the other hand, domestic might improve, I'm not sure. That might pick up faster. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: even I, we, when we were speaking to the travel startups uh, on the show so they mentioned that they for the foreseeable feature their uh, focus would be on the domestic travels and how to improve that any last uh, comments for the marketers out there any suggestions
2: so my only suggestion is figure out where you are uh, on the spectrum uh, and 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 just move one step above where you used to look at uh, in your marketing funnel uh, let's say if you were largely if you were in any of the industries like e-commerce where you were typically focused on what was the funnel forget that for now uh, it is not going to happen uh, it's a good opportunity to learn and move up uh, look at things which help you build some of the uh, move forward tofu as we call it and uh, depending on where you fall you yeah, just look at one step above that and uh, if you are successful and if you are in a place where uh, you are able to service your clients today customers today uh, then i think just optimize there is no reason for you to spend uh, these are the best times to acquire customers with no cost uh, and, and and you should just focus on experience on that front if it's possible for you get out of the categories that you are not that are not going to work for you Right. Uh, this is this is a time where you should reevaluate all your tactics and strategies, uh, and I I have done that myself. So I understand that there would have been places where you would have been working on certain things for maybe a year,
0: right? right?
2: But uh, the scenario that we are in, probably that category or that product feature is useless today. Uh, right. So just dump that, move on. Probably you will get the time to utilize it in the near future and you might have it ready already. But there is no reason to uh, uh, kind of keep harping on it.
1: Thank you, Gaurav. Thank you so much for the amazing analysis and the insights. We really loved it and I hope the audience loved it too. Thank you so much for your time today.
0: Really appreciate it.
2: Happy to do Thank you.
0: Thank you, Gaurav. That was Gaurav Bhavnani. I hope you liked the podcast. If you did, Please share it with your friends, family, colleagues or whoever can benefit from the insights. We are just a few episodes away from the finale. So don't forget to share your opinions, feedbacks related to EngageCast on Twitter at WebEngage. I'll see you next week. Till then, please stay safe, stay home, maintain social distance while going out and take care.